How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, January the 10th. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a tremendous weekend. And hey, let's talk about the news items that came out of the last few days. First thing I want to do is talk about the nominations for the Independent Games Festival, which is an annual award show dedicated to indie games, 24 years running. And when you look at the nominations, there are two games that are walking away with uh, the most nominations, with four each in the same categories. There is Unpacking, which is a game literally all about unpacking things. It's been making the rounds as well as uh, Inscription from Daniel Mullins. Of course, lots of people talking about Inscription ever since it came out. Now, the Seamus McNally Grand Prize, which is the top honor, has those two games, as well as Loop Hero, The Eternal Cylinder, Cruelty Squad, and Unsighted. Now, I've actually only heard of half of those, so I definitely have some research to do, because I find that the IGF is usually a good way of finding indie games that you might not have heard of before. Because while some games like Inscription will pick up a lot of traction, something like Unsighted only has about 450 reviews on Steam. And it looks like a great game. It calls itself a a top-down Metroidvania. Anyway, I wanted to mention this because, like I said, the IGF is a a great award show, especially if you're looking to discover some games. Uh, The awards themselves will happen on March 23rd, so we have a few months. And I'll return to it then. Okay, there was a tweet that is making the rounds on social media made by the developers of Dying Light because they said, hey, in order to fully complete Dying Light 2, which is going to be releasing this year, you're going to need at least 500 hours. And everyone went, what? 500 hours? Saying that's way too long. And so they had to clarify. They They had to post some more tweets saying, hey, this is just... Finishing all the quests, all the endings, exploring every single corner, a regular playthrough of the game where you do both the main story and the side stories will be less than 100 hours. But anyway, I thought this was interesting because it definitely brought up this dichotomy of perspectives on how long a video game should be. There are a lot of people out there, and if you're listening, you might be a part of this group, where you want your video game to be very long. If it isn't 50, 60, 70 hours or longer then you might not feel like you got your money's worth. And that's totally great. You know, if that's how you get enjoyment out of games is doing these deep dives, I'm super happy for you because uh, it's literally impossible for me. Or at least for a game like Dying Light. I can do it for some roguelikes, but... And evidently, this is not the case for a lot of people as well. Uh, Anybody who's only has time to play an hour of gaming a day, maybe, or they want to experience a wider variety of video games rather than falling into a black hole of a single one, For some people, this was an awesome tweet, and for some people, this was a confirmation that they should never purchase this game. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's great that you can enjoy these things in different ways. And I will say, just as a follow-up, I would caution you if you were thinking about pre-ordering this game. Uh, This is a a title that has been through a lot of rough periods, as reported on by journalists. The studio who makes the game is not doing very well (laughs) in terms of management and creative direction. And I would just say, just wait a few days. Wait for the reviews to come out, and for people to put the game into their hands, who don't have patience, and then buy the game. It might just be worth it to you. Okay, so something very interesting has happened over the past little while. So in the United States, there is a a surge of COVID cases. Uh, It's just going up and up, and I'm sure in many other places of the world as well. 
And unfortunately, there are just not enough tests to go around. People are having a lot of trouble trying to find out whether or not they have COVID. And so what has happened is some of these Twitter accounts, social media accounts that were dedicated to finding like PlayStation 5s, Xbox Series Xs, have started turning towards instead of tracking down video games or in addition to, they're tracking COVID tests and where they crop up. It's really interesting because there was this need when when the new consoles came out for people to find them because nobody could find them. So some people dedicated themselves to finding them. And now they're able to just like do a little bit of a pivot and help out. Uh, One of the accounts said this, quote, As I've always had a knack of being able to find some of these sought out products, I've had no issue in pausing our traditional postings to help others in finding PPE. End quote. Another person said this, quote, I have been tracking in-demand items for over a year, and with that experience, it really is no trouble at all to add another item to the list. COVID tests can sell out as fast as a PS5. End quote. So there you go, families and gamers. Even though it sucked they couldn't get their hands on a PS5, maybe some of them now are being helped out by the experience that was built out of the console shortage. My friends, I'm out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're well. And I'll return with the news tomorrow, as always. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone.